For Newcastle fans everywhere, this is the ultimate football app for you. Our chat system connects the Newcastle community with its public forums for supporters globally, as well as private chats with your mates. Download the free Toonami app now from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to CHN Radio. This is our segment, NUFC Moments. Uh, if you haven't seen, we are voting on Twitter. Uh, thanks to Polls for collaborating with that. We're trying to come up with the greatest moment in Newcastle United history. So I'm your host, Greg Troxel, and with me is the best damn co-host in the land, Elijah Newsom. How are you doing? You know, I'm, I'm great. I mean, I'm excited to... Uh be doing this it's a fun series so far it's been cool seeing everyone's opinions there's been some very strong opinions that i guess we can address when this is all over but it's been fun it's been dope working with tune polls and it's something to pass the time because turns out greg life without sports uh premier league football in particular is pretty boring it sucks yeah it's, it's, it definitely it's, sucks it's actually yeah it's pretty bad <laughs> so uh this is something to pass the time <laughs> Yeah, so we're going to do, you're, you have four podcasts, four episodes in your feed this morning. Uh, this is the first one. So we'll, just, we'll dive right in and talk about each of the four. And if you go on Twitter today, you can go visit Polls at Polls and vote on each of these matchups, uh, which these four that we were talking about that you, you have in your feed today will be voted on to see what is the best Newcastle United moment. And the first one we'll talk about is Newcastle United signing Alan Shearer. Oh, oh yeah. So if you don't know who he is, then you're new here. Yeah. <laughs> um, Alan Shearer was signed on a beautiful day. <laughs> it was July 30th, I believe, in 96. Yeah. Um, a year before and- I was born. A year before you were born, I was, I was seven. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, it was a it was a pretty spectacular day. If you if you look at any of the pictures, any of the video from the event, uh, there's fifteen thousand people there. Uh, it's it was Alan coming home, a Jordy born and bred, went to Southampton in their youth system, had an incredible career at Blackburn. Uh, he played in 148 matches with for with 114 goals and 148. Um, Hasselu is even a little jealous of that. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so at the time, it, it was a huge deal. Not only because he's coming home, but he's also Jordy, and it was a world record fee at the time. Nobody had ever paid that much for a player. It was 15 million pounds, uh, and you know, it was something that Newcastle needed after coming so close to winning a title. Uh, they needed this to happen. 
Yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, just general. Well, I guess it, it ended up working out. He played 374 matches for Newcastle, scored 182 goals. That's just in the Premier League. Uh, so it's pretty pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Okay. He's also a great so, television pundit, and everyone loves him. And I think I would say I, – I could confidently say he's one of the faces – of the Premier League, like, overall, all time. Like, when you think of the Premier League, he's one of the people you immediately think of. Yeah, 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 definitely. So we, we have some special guests with us, and uh, I think it's probably good to get some first-person's perspective on this. Elijah, what do you think? No, I disagree with you. Let's end it here. <laughs> uh, so I <I'm, laughs> Elijah likes to do that. I don't know why. <laughs> Um, so we'll start with Warren Barton uh, and his thoughts on that moment. Uh, they were out in Asia during when this was all going down. So he has a little snippet of what it was like going through his eyes, and we'll cut to that right now. Yeah, I mean, the, the news had been rumbling about Alan Shearer or different players, actually, after the disappointment of the season of 96 uh, of coming so close uh, that they wanted to add a top-class player, uh, and obviously Alan was, was, was one of them players that was being linked, and we was all getting prepared to go off to as a pre-season trip to the Far East, to the likes of Thailand, uh, Singapore, and uh, Japan, um, with, a, with a squad for our pre-season games. And um, while we was away, we was getting uh, different press people calling us up, but then we was actually in Thailand, and then it all broke, uh, broke the news broke that he had signed, it was a world record at the time, 15 million uh, pounds to get him signed which is I suppose at the moment about 20 million dollars which is a bargain when you think of what players are going for now um, their type of money and you know obviously it lifted everybody um, there was obviously a lot of expectation with Alan coming into the uh, into the club and excitement um, and obviously we was looking forward to it and um, you know being away and so far away from the UK but then understanding that he was getting on a flight he'd passed his medical uh, and then he was going to come and join us. So it was a real exciting time. And obviously, we were looking forward to going to, on pre-season anyway, uh, to them destinations and then seeing all the Newcastle fans all over the world. And then having someone like Alan Shearer uh, come along was obviously um, was, was you know a fantastic opportunity for us to play against him. You know, with him, I mean, we'd, we'd obviously played with him at, uh, in England and then to have the opportunity again was, was magnificent. What was it like? Uh, his debut with the fans, like the first time Newcastle fans got to see him in the flesh playing uh, for the team? Uh, it was uh, unbelievable. I mean, you've seen the scenes when he signed, when there was 15,000, 20,000 people, and you've seen people at Barcelona when they go onto the field. Uh, but in the UK, you'd never experienced up to watch someone be paraded out. Uh, and with the chairman at the time, Sir John Hall, and um, and Kevin Keegan, when we come back, he was he, he was being shown to the fans, and there was anything between fifteen and twenty thousand people there coming in, um, and then obviously it just snowballed from there. You know, going into the the first home game of the season, it was always a sellout anyway. Uh, but to have him involved and then everybody anticipate his first goal, and it didn't take him long before he scored, um, and then we hit the ground running. Um, Going forward that season, when you had the likes of Shearer and Liz Ferdinand up front, 
you had every chance of, of winning games and, and definitely scoring goals. And uh, it was a really exciting time. Uh, the shirt sales, the number nine cheerer, went through the roof, obviously. Um, and then from from that point of view, you know, there was a, a, an inner belief that we could take that next step forward to try and win the Premier League. All right, thanks, Warren, for that. Uh, it's pretty cool hearing, I guess, his take on everything, because uh, not everyone gets that look into what it's Honestly, like. I could hear Warren tell stories and talk about football. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, there's, there's, I think there's, there's a difference between speaking to former players and, like, you know, sometimes they give you, like, really good gyms. But then when you have someone who's, like, also in the media and understands, like, you know, how to convey a story and tell it to the best of their ability like Warren does. Like, every time we have him on, it's just like, you you could hear this guy talk for hours. I'd pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. good to know. Well, oh, well I'll God, tell him. No. He's going to take me that. up on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and so it, it, it's just, a, it's a huge deal. And actually that, that press conference, I want to go back to that because... There's a lot of things that were said there. A lot of hyperbole in that press yeah. conference. Um, a lot of promises. Uh, Sir John Hall mentioned in the press conference that we're going to build a stadium from 36,500 to 60. Pretty pretty spot on with that one. But he also said we're going to invest some of the money in the academy so future Allen Shearers don't have to leave the region. Um, forefront on technology, sports medicine, and oh. science. Um, yeah, it's just, it was a different time. I mean, we were, we were arguably the best team in England at that yeah. point. And we got so even better. It was, it was, yeah. And we got even better. We got the, the best player in the world, people could say at that point. So, um, it's pretty cool to, pretty cool to see happen. And, and one of the reasons why it's such a big moment is because he could have gone elsewhere. Uh, he could have gone to anywhere really. I mean, there's, and he could have gone to Barcelona. Mm-hmm. But he wanted to stay home, uh, and he played out the rest of his career, and he broke the record, which we'll get to, and it just ended up being uh, – he's absolutely dis- – nobody's even close to him in career goals. So there's just a lot of record breakers. He's one of our own. Um, and to talk more about it, we'll bring you from The Athletic, Chris Wolf. For Newcastle United to make a world record signing was absolutely astounding and remains astounding. You look back at it now and think that Newcastle United spent 15 million and, and in today's money, in terms of weight transfers, all that doesn't seem like a lot of money. But that was a, an exceptional figure. I mean, Manchester United were quoted 20 million at the same time. Manchester United, obviously, serial Premier League champions, were going for Alan Shearer because he probably was the best striker in the world at the time. But Shearer chose to come home. He chose to come back to his city. And I think that shows so much about the identity of Newcastle United, how much the club means to those who grew up in the area, who, who want to pull on that black and white shirt. Shearer chose that. To be fair, I think he also thought at the time Newcastle United have just missed out on the title. Keegan's there. So John Hall's backing them with money. The likes of David Ginola, Les Ferdinand, this could be a team that could challenge for trophies. So for him to come back, I think it was just such a huge moment and the, the way that it energised the city. P- thousands of people turned up uh, on Gallagher to, to, to welcome him and to cheer him home. And it was, it was like the homecoming of this player who 
although he'd come through the Southampton youth system, although he hadn't actually come through Newcastle's youth system, he was a Geordie born and bred. His dream had always been to play for his club. And for Newcastle to bring him back, while he was probably the most prized asset in the world and for a world record fee, that was absolutely astounding. And, and I think that that really helped lift the whole of the city and just gave everyone that injection of positivity. Thank you, Chris, for that. Um, Elijah, what's what's some of your pre-life takes on this signing? What's my pre-life takes on the signing? Well, I think that if I was there and I had been born and I was old enough to remember it, I would say that this is a good signing. <laughs> so, <laughs> Real, Really? Yeah. I mean... You're putting the takes in here. That's yeah, fantastic. that's the hottest takes. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I almost burned myself saying that out loud. <laughs> well, definitely check check out like read up on this if you can. It's 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 always cool to go down memory lane. It was nineteen ninety six was how many years ago now? Twenty six years ago? Did I do that right? Twenty four years ago. Wait. Something like that. Well, it's it was, 24 yeah, because 24. I'm turning 23 this year. So Yeah, 24 years ago. Um, Jordan year, there's, baby. There's also there's a lot of good articles on it, uh, a lot of good quotes from it. Um, and go to at Tune Polls to vote if you think this is deserves to be in the final matchup. Um, and we're going to leave you and go do another one. Yeah, uh, also, wait. Follow us on Twitter too at chn underscore radio. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, yeah, we, you we do follow us. We do the tweets as well. Yeah, so that's We're always good. fun. But yeah, <laughs> all right. Well, let's. Uh, that that concludes our sheer signing episode, and we will connect with you on the next one. Talk to you. Love you guys. It's cold up there in summer. It's like sitting inside a fridge. But I wish I was on the case side. Looking at the old time bridge, I'm coming home, Newcastle. I might as well have been in jail. I'd walk the streets all day, I'll need for a bottle of your own brown hill. I'm coming home, Newcastle. If you never win the club again, I'll brave the dark at St. James's Park if the Gallagher's end in the rain. I'm coming home. And I'm proud to be a Jody and to live in Jody land. Some people think we're bawdy and we're hard to understand. And they say it's just self pity and we're not so very tough. Cause the people in the big fat city haven't had it off as rough. I'm coming home, Newcastle. You can keep your London wine. I'd walk the streets all day. I'll meet for a bottle of the river tine. I'm coming home, Newcastle. I wish I'd never been a weird. I'd kiss the ground for the welcome sound in me mother seeing Henny how weird. I'm coming home. The old blind busker who stands at Fenwick's door. He plays a mean accordion, you've all seen him there before. And I love the Geordie heroes, there's so many famous names like Lindisfarne in Gaza, Brendan Foster in the Gates at Games. I'm coming home, Newcastle. 
I may as well have been in jail I'd walk the streets all day I'll need for a bottle of your own brown ale I'm coming home, young castle If you never win the cup again I'll brave the darkness in James's Park In the Gallagher Gen in the rain I'm coming home, young castle You can keep your London wine Walk the streets all day, I'll need for a bottle of the river tide I'm coming home, Newcastle, I wish I'd never been away I'd kiss the ground for the welcome sound in me mother seeing hitting her way I'm coming home, Newcastle, I might as well have been in jail I'd walk the streets all day, I'll need for a bottle of your own brown ale I'm coming home, Newcastle, if you never win the cup again Brave the dog is in James's park in the gallery.